0: sometimes in the same month we record it <laughs> of not, because it is time Ta-da. ah it is june 13th 2021 as we record this whether we'll get this out today or we'll, not, we'll see this one apparently for the one who is such a film enthusiast he cannot quite get his well, head I wrapped around understand. the concepts of the concepts Absolutely. of editing video. At least you, hey, at least we are not looking at actual film having to splice using using an X-Acto knife and Scotch tape to try to keep the thing together.
1: Sadly, this is like, learning how to do this is like learning math. I was horrible at math in school, and now here I am, and I'm just looking at all this stuff, and I'm like, what does this mean? What does this mean? right over his head. And like, I don't understand, Isn't, and I
0: should. And it's not, it's not, like it, not even like it's that difficult, I because and I did the makes heavy me lifting feel bad. Form. I put the little blurbs down here at the bottom in the right order for him. I put the little bug over here in the corner. I've got all these things laid out, the stuff at the end. I even put the little theme music in for him and everything. Cannot figure out how to do this. That's all right. I'll keep sending you home with the raw video files, and you can try to figure it out. I but no, at I'll wind up putting the stuff out. Like I usually do. It's just I'm gonna have to make time to do it. And I, I'm starting to wonder if <clears throat> I'm
1: just one of those things that is like a, a big thinker.
0: You can't be but the idea I have man. To... I'm the idea man. I'm, I'm the, the creative, creative one. Yeah, Let's mm-hmm. Hey. Well, what episode was this? Number 162? I've put out 162 episodes. They've oh, that done. made me feel even worse. am, <laughs> man. Anyway. Hello, happy camper. Something happened this past week. Back on, what was it, Wednesday, the 8th of June? Disney Plus debuted Loki, the first episode. And pretty much everybody online has an opinion about it, so I guess we're pretty much required to have one too. Yay! Yeah. I know everybody on Gate on, uh, on the anti-woke side, hates it. The woke side loves it because they came up with a little screen still that he was gender-fluid. And so, <clears throat> that's the only reason. One reason, one side loves him because they showed he was gender-fluid. The other side hates it because, well, you talk about episode one and you tell them why everybody would hate it. For apparently pissing all over the first three phases of the MCU, okay, according so to the comics. The game, reason why
1: I know people hate it I have opinion, is is see. nothing to do with that because okay. I didn't even notice. <laughs> like that, I didn't even notice the whole oh he's supposed to be this way. Of course I, market, I don't look at the world market. I don't care. Matter. So I guess I just it just yep. passed. Sometimes it slaps you in the face and then sometimes it doesn't and in this case I was just like, it didn't, it did not register. It was slow, the episode was slow, but I mean it's only the first episode. It was slow, but it wasn't bad. You got to see Loki be Loki, but there's something big that does happen in the show, which is what makes other people mad from what I'm understanding, and that is, he finds out how small he really is. <laughs> uh, throughout the show, it's basically about, Loki, what do you want? Like, what? how can we help you type of deal, you know? And he's like, I'm, a, I'm an Asgard, I'm this, I'm that. And everybody's like, literally like, <laughs> and you know, laughing at him because he's like, I'm almighty and all that and then he finds out how small he really is which is the scene spoilers alert spoiler spoiler which is the scene where he finds out that they have a drawer full of infinity stones we're talking about the same stones that Thanos went through I don't know what and did I don't know what just to get these darn stones people died worlds were destroyed and they use them for paperweight may he'll feel this small which is why other fans are angry because they're like this person died this person died this person died they went and did this they went and did that for these infinity stones and they use them for paperweight what the heck Which, honestly, I laughed at. I did. I laughed because I was like, yeah. I mean, one person's world problems is actually a joke to somebody else because they either been through worse or they're just like, really, you broke a nail, big whoop, you know, type of deal. That's, That's how I'm taking it all. But all in all, I liked the episode.
0: It was pretty good. Slow, but it was good. First episodes on these Marvel shows are always slow. Yeah, this is not of January, they drag, <laughs> man. Um, and drag in more ways than one, but man, do they drag? One division. Remember how much difficulty we had getting through the first episode. Which is why. Which is why they put out the first yeah. two. The, first, <laughs> the smartest thing Disney did.
1: Yeah.
0: This uh-huh. first episode is not as bad as that first
1: episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> So you liked it? I thought it was okay, but again, it is just the first episode, Yeah. and they are an hour long.
0: Yeah, these episodes Unlike, are longer than the yeah, you know, the others. One division was like what only only thirty minutes, roughly thirty minutes. It oh would, my God. With if you'd, if they put it on broadcast television, they would have probably stretched it out to an hour if they put in some uh, supplemental material or or put some yeah put some of the other things in, but uh, hmm. this one ran. First episode one of Loki, I think ran 51 minutes, which would have put it somewhere at about an hour and a half with ads on a broadcast, like on ABC broadcast. It would have been an hour and a half show, a nine-minute show. Okay, so let's break down the review here on, on Loki. You liked it. I liked it. Okay, that puts us apparently in the majority of opinions because I have not seen Rotten Tomatoes within the past, 36 hours. But uh, the critics seemed to like it and the fans on Rotten Tomatoes the last I checked, 36 hours ago seemed to like it. The initial Mm -hmm. reaction was good. Like I said, there's a group of haters online who just want to hate this show. They want to hate this show because one thing okay, Loki's gender fluid. If you don't like Loki because he's gender fluid, it's just as stupid as liking Loki because he's genderfluid. If you're basing your opinion on the entire show on that, just go ahead, take yourself, and just move on over to the kiddie table that the grown-ups talk, okay? Now, we're here, we're grown-ups here, all right? gender genderfluid has nothing to do with this. The people who are crying right now because of the of the big pile of Infinity Stones, you're the people comic book fans hate. I hated you back in 85 when they did Crisis on Infinite Earths because I was like, why are you destroying all these wonderful ideas, all these different planets? They had to come up with all these different Earths and stuff just to keep you anal-retentive morons off of their backs. Julie Schwartz hated you guys. Marv Wolfman hated you guys. Peter David hates you guys. Jeff Johns and he and boy, he's a he he can do continuity porn like nobody's business. He hates you guys. Jim Shooter hated you guys. The entire Marvel Bullpen hates you guys. The entire DC Bullpen hates you guys. Tom McFarlane over with Spawn Universe hates you guys. The guys over in Japan who do the manga that you just come all over yourselves over. Hates you guys. They all hate you. Continuity cops. Screw you guys. Okay. I think there's a difference <clears throat> between comic book
1: people and theater people. Now, no. I, I'm. Well, I mean. Go, go ahead. And make your point. Here's the I'll thing. i will no. Like this is what, the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of these people had no idea who the who on earth the Avengers were until the movies started coming out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember Infinity War. Everybody in the world cried when their favorite heroes
0: were dying off, <clears throat> and I'm just like, well, remember be when back. Spi- <laughs> when Spider-Man died at the end of Infinity War? Yeah, and, and he just and he away, just... and he's he's sitting there saying, "I don't want to die," and he he just turns to dust and Iron exactly. Man's spoilers. He turns to dust in, in Iron Man's arms. That was the meatiest role. Mountain Morton. Robert Downey Jr. ever had. I've got
1: to call him Morton Jones. Even though we, <laughs> we already knew that there was another Spider-Man movie yeah, with
0: we, him coming out. You knew better, but think, you still, you invested yourself <laughs> in it. and You were like, oh my God, that's so pathetic and so sad and so heartbreaking and stuff. <laughs> and now you're all upset because, what, all that was meaningless? This is a joke to you? Is this a joke to you? Am I a joke to you? What are you, Joe Pesci? You want to be? You <laughs> sit down back the back, funk up uh, and think for a second. Okay. We have, what is this, the Time Traveling Authority or whatever they're called? I uh, you know what tra- they're called. basically the Time Police. I'm, I'm going to call them 3TA because I've, I've been trying to get the 3TA hashtag started. Then there's this asshole. Anyway. <laughs> You know what this reminds me of. And I thought about this the instant I saw these guys turn up out of nowhere to catch Loki with... Loki escapes in the one of the Avengers movies with the little, the little MacGuffin cube, okay? guy's got an entire desk full of MacGuffins. That's what I thought when I saw the, all the Infinity Stones and stuff. And I actually laughed out loud when I saw it. <sighs> okay, these guys are supposed to be time cops. I was thinking... Legends of Tomorrow,
1: the CW
0: show, that's what this is supposed to be. This is Marvel's version of Legends of Tomorrow, but they're doing it a lot less goofily (laughs) than the Arrowverse did it in the CW, okay? That was just a mess. Marvel has always been more of a technical geek kind of comic shop than DC was. DC were the guys who would pull stuff out of their butts and like here you can have an Earth and you 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 have an Earth. Have an Earth. They even had to bring it back. 52 Earths just to get you continuity porn cops to shut up. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. When I saw that drawer full of Infinity Stones and I knew everybody was losing their stuff when they were seeing it. Y'all don't understand. okay? <clears throat> and I'm sure Loki is going to step this through because they're going to do it much. Marvel has always been better at explaining this stuff than DC has, or that I ever have done. The look on his face when he saw that, really... He saw that, and he, he's like, how did you get the Infinity Stones? All we use was paperweights here. They got thousands of them. They got thousands of them because they're dealing with a concept not not the multiverse, they're dealing with multi-chronal technology, or multichronal theory, okay? Basically, it's timeline theory. You have one timeline, okay? So, you've got a set of Infinity Stones in your timeline, all right, and you're just booking right along, boop, 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 boop. In one timeline, Tony Stark winds up in a cave with a box of scraps. That's your main timeline. He becomes Iron Man, kicks butt, And everybody's like, yeah, ACDC becomes the best-selling infant in 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 there. Now, (laughs) chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga down the main timeline, there's a timeline where it's not Tony Stark who becomes Iron Man. He just dies in the cave, and that offshoots. Well, guess what? There's a set of Infinity Stones in this main timeline. Tony Stark dies in this other timeline, and the MCU is stillborn. There are no Marvel movies made, but there's a set of Infinity Stones over here. So now you've got the main timeline, which has a set of Infinity Stones, and over here you got Infinity Stones. Okay? Mm. Thanos knows nothing about timelines. He's an idiot. Okay? All he knows is power and his gauntlet, and he just wants to farm potatoes off on Pluto or whatever, and worship death or whatever. he thinks he's the like every other goth in the history of ever. Anyway, or at least in the Pacific Northwest. Anyway, every time there's a divergence, there's a divergence, here, there's a divergence here, there's a divergence here, there's a divergence here, there's a divergence here. And that's what these time cops are trying to do. Shut these down, because every time there's a divergence, oops, there's another set of infinity stones. But guess what? There's also another Mjolnir. There's another cosmic cube. It's actually a bunch of different cosmic cubes existing in the main timeline. So, all these other little cosmic cubes. When Loki escapes from custody and is trying to escape his fate dying at the hands of Thanos in Avengers Infinity War, basically he's just Xeroxed every the cosmic cube, the Infinity Stones, Mjolnir, Thor, Loki himself. All these others. Loki is a replicant. Lo- the Loki we're dealing with right now, who is sitting here in the Time Lords. Yeah, I went there. The Time Lords' offices and stuff. I'm just gonna call them Time Lords because that's what There's they a are. Lot of, yeah, Time Lords. <laughs> so they're in the Time Lord's office, and he's just a pale copy of main timeline Loki, who died at the hands of Thanos, right? And everybody who died at the hands of Thanos. Why were you people not crying in the about how you just completely disrespected all these deaths in Endgame Not a single one of you sat there and wailed or gnashed your teeth or ripped your garments when Tom Holland came back Okay when Tom Holland came back in Avengers Endgame you were cool with that Now you're upset cuz there's a a second set of infinity stones your actions have consequences that's what loki is about that's what loki never learned he does not know his actions cause consequences yeah. for people he thinks he doesn't care about anybody and that's what the whole show the that's whole what first the entire episode is about. First about that's what the entire freaking show is going to be about because the first episode is supposed to set up the basic tenet of the rest of the story okay so if we're you're reacting you're knee-jerk emotionally reacting because you think they just cheapened the marvel cinematic universe they just whizzed all over it hey you did that when you cheered in endgame when everybody came back You whizzed all over the MCU when you you sat there and you said you you undid everything. All the damage that was done in Infinity War, they undid it because we, we snapped our fingers and Tony Stark's so awesome and all this other stuff, yeah. Yeah, and you just whizzed all over it. Hey, who's the new Captain America? Captain America is supposed to be living with his... His beloved, Sharon Carter, or whatever, are often, they're both like 2,000 years old, living off in Missouri or something now. But you sat there and gave us another seven episodes with with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which of them, one of them becomes Captain America. Spoilers, it Sam. <clears throat> did you not just cheapen Captain America's... By, by giving it to another person. And also, the timeline on that is like, okay,
1: so we lived all the way up to now knowing who Captain America is. He ended it with him going back in time, staying with, with his woman. Right. Except, that also means that another world went without a Captain America this entire time.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: You see what I'm saying? Yep.
0: That's how time works. <laughs> See, the, the, and the, that's the other thing, too. His relative timeline, and they're going to get into this. They have to, because this is, this is one of the core arguments here. I'll make a point here in a minute. Uh, one of the core <laughs> arguments is there's a standard timeline and a relative timeline. Okay? Standard timeline, they're saying that these three time lizards, you're supposed to have three time lizards in charge of everything, and they've put the the time lords in charge of being time cops and stuff, right? Right. So it's these three lizards that are supposed to determine exactly what, your, uh, what the timeline is supposed to be. So everything's predetermined, right? Guys, this is nothing new. This goes back like... 6,000 years. Moses was arguing about this on the on the mount, okay? Is, is everything predetermined? Well, if you're talking about the timeline everybody shares, then yeah, everything tends to chug along without you, because guess what? In the grand scheme of things, you're meaningless, you're worthless. Your free will comes from your relative timeline. Captain America when Steve Rogers at the end decided, you know what, I've had enough of this Huey, I'm going to actually go back and, and console myself with, with her for, from like 1945 on. He exercised free will and made his choice to go back in his own relative timeline. So now he gets another 60 years of life. He, Captain Steve Rogers, by the time we get to Loki here, Steve Rogers is going to be somewhere around, hold on, let me count. (laughs) Uh, He's going to be about 150 years old. And he looks like he's 80. He looks like a World War II vet. Because he's lived his life twice. Because he went through the first time in suspended animation, and who says that's not the aberration? Bucky was supposed to be dead in World War II. And in the comic books, Bucky was dead for decades. It was the one rule set in stone at Marvel. You don't bring back Bucky. Stan Lee put that rule down. Don't you dare bring back Bucky. Bucky is dead. Steve has to live with it because it was such a vital part of Steve's character. And Ed Brubaker said, F. Stanley, guess what? And he gave Steve Rogers a cosmic cube, and basically Steve Rogers had the universe asked Steve Rogers, hey, make a wish. I wish I had my best friend back. Done. And that's how Bucky survives World War II and becomes the winter soldier and goes through all this stuff and becomes a is manipulated by the Soviets and goes through all this stuff and yup yep 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 yub yep yub yep. So, that's what Loki is trying to address. Steve Rogers has done more to mess with continuity and timeline by himself than anybody else. You could argue that Thor has been screwing with continuity. You can argue that Tony Stark's been screwing with continuity. Tony Stark should not be able to build an arc reactor. He is violated he so should be many. He is violated it, honestly. Just for violating the laws of physics, if nothing else, with his arc reactor. But all of these people bent the direction of the universe to their will. Bruce Banner should be a smear, a grease smear in the deserts of Nevada from a hydrogen bomb test that went wrong. He shouldn't have survived that, but he did. He became the Hulk. We have all these things, and all of that is going to be addressed in Loki. If the writers are any good. Let's see. i got to admit, I'm seeing promising signs from this first episode. But again, first episode. Okay. These are n- Now, if I'm correct, these are not the writers on WandaVision. These are not the writers on Falcon and Winter Soldier. This is a different right, set of writers, right? isn't it? I know I Kevin Feige is still in charge, but... I have no difference. I don't know. As far as I know, it's different. Different creative teams on each of these. I but. did realize that
1: in the credits, even though I didn't see her, they had Tara Strong on there. And I'm a big fan of Tara Strong. And I was like, who did she play? And I'm thinking, I think I, I didn't pay attention to the character's name, but she was the Southern cartoon character that came to explain the timeline.
0: Most likely because she's known as a voice actress, too. Yeah. Well, that's all she does. Yeah. Not much.
1: But yeah, I saw that and I was like, "Ooh, Tara!" <laughs> I was like, "Tara's here!" Hey, but yeah. So, yeah. But I, I, you know, I was one funny thing that I was thinking about though was, what if this was like, a, you know, the Time Lords kind of uh, bump heads with uh, whoever the Doctor Strange people, you know, are? Because you got to think. It's kind of... I mean, they mess with a lot of stuff. And they're trying to keep things in order with the time. And yeah. like, uh...
0: Let me give you... <laughs> let me give you a theory. This is a theory of magic that I developed. Just keeping up with guys like Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate, Doctor Occult, Doctor 13, and all the other crew at Scrubs. Here's my idea of what magic is. Okay? You have science and you have magic. Okay? Everybody thinks science is... I'm trying to watch the camera here so I can get track of where I'm at. Everybody thinks science is over here and magic is like over here. Okay, Never the two shall meet. They're two entirely different things. This is physics, this is magic. Physics doesn't give a crap if you're using science to manipulate it or magic. It's all physics. It's all basic fundamental energies, okay? Energy, E equals mc squared. Energy is mass at the speed of light. That's what that means, okay? So, an energy particle is a particle of mass that's traveling at the speed of light. That's what the c squared is, the speed of light. So, it doesn't, that little energy particle and that little mass particle and the speed of light, none of that gives a crap whether you're using magic or science to manipulate it. Science is an artificial way to manipulate the forces of nature around you, to make lasers, to make gunpowder, to make tesseracts, to make all this other stuff. Magic is a natural way to manipulate directly the forces of the universe around you. So, Reed Richards needs to use a gun, or a computer, or a console, or some kind of... MacGuffin or Doohickey in order to manipulate the basic fundamental forces of the universe. Stephen Strange flips him the finger, and he manipulates the for- same forces in the same way. It's just one needs a gadget in order to do it, and the other one does. Bet you money for all the talk about Phase 4, and maybe I'm reading way too much into this. I've done it before, although I tend to come out correct more often than not. True, True? Anyway, phase four will not be about social justice. That's your money, phase four is about the new age of magic. In which there is a new understanding of science and magic and how the two relate. And it becomes almost a side... It becomes almost a subplot of every movie from here at this point forward. You're going to have Doctor Strange on one side leading the forces of magic, saying we can do this, we just have to have the will and the and the willingness to do it.
1: And on the other side,
0: you're going to have Reed Richards, who says, we can build the gadgets to do this, we just have to have the will and the willingness to do it. And they're both going to be going for the same thing, and they're going to be butting heads the entire time. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe well, I'm, I'm all for it. Maybe I mean, I'm full of hooey. It's been known Marvel,
1: Marvel, before. Marvel does do a good job at just, you know, putting the even something that has happened a long time ago, they know how to put things together. Like I was actually watching uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm-hmm. and I know people have put that, have put this together in certain things. But there's a scene where uh, what's his, what's the actor's name? Something Glover.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know who you're talking about, like a but he's like Glover,
1: putting uh, stuff in his trunk when Spider-Man comes to question him. And, like, Webb shoots his hand on the trunk. And he says, I don't want to have nothing to do with this because I have a nephew here. And everybody's like, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I started to really, like, I mean, I know I've heard that before. But I really started to think about it. I was like, you know what? They will actually probably do this. <laughs> they will actually probably do this. And then everybody be thinking back to this one moment. Mm-hmm.
0: So. A, oh, there's a whole story involved in that. Just through, through the Marvel, back when Marvel actually gave a crap about the content of their comic books, the the alt Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh yeah, 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 it was Ultimate Peter Parker, and, it, and the whole idea was to take Peter Parker back to his roots, and but treat him like a teenager in the nineties. The idea was to a reboot, and so and. Event, and it did great for a hundred some issues. okay, And they fell into the same trap all over again. Did it all over again. Spidey's in some kind of romantic entanglement. Spidey's trying to go to college. Spidey's growing up. Spidey's getting older. Me, 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 me. And the guys at Ultimate said, you know what? If we want to do this, we'd be writing Amazing Spider-Man, not Ultimate. They killed Peter Parker off and replaced him with Miles Morales, just like bam, just execute him, start over with Miles Morales, just like you saw in the movie. It was mighty, mighty close to what happened in Ultimate Spider-Man. Which I don't
1: think that they'll actually do that if they do bring Miles Morales in. I don't think they'll actually
0: kill off Peter Parker. Just saying because there's too many Peter Parkers. Because again, Spider-Man's beat Sony and Spider-Man beat the Marvel Universe to this. Yes. You realize into the spider verse is what Loki wants to be? You guys are yeah, forgetting true. these lessons that Marvel's trying to give you. There's all what kinds of different things out there. And we've still got What If coming this fall. Yes. That's gonna blow some minds. Yeah. Because especially the continuity cops, but all the Johnny DCs. That's gonna that's <laughs> gonna freak people out. That'd be fun. Uh, Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun to watch. But anyway. So, you got any final words to say about Loki? Should should they watch episode two? Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: again, you should give it a shot and see what happens. I mean, the first episode was not bad at all. It just opens your mind to a whole new thing. And basically, the first episode was just all about hey, dude, you're not all as
0: mighty as what you may think. The yeah. world is not about you, and that is exactly. anti. Yeah. That is the anti-social justice warrior thing. So yeah. that is that is as close to anti-political as you can get, right? now. And it was all because he opened that drawer. All because he had. <laughs> That's all amazing. because he couldn't keep his nose clean. He couldn't keep his nose out of that. He just exactly. had to look. I, I want mean, my tesseract back. The world, the world literally changed all because that
1: one moment he opened that drawer. Like think about it like that. Mm-hmm. that. is a big deal. Just opening a door to anything could change everything. And it was just so crazy. That that like
0: I mean, yeah. I didn't think about it like that until now and now I'm like And the best part, you know, part is, is and the best part is in this scene and again, this is just the first episode, in this scene, Loki's threatening one the office guy who owns that desk. Yeah. He's threatening the life of this guy and he's like, What are you doing? You're threatening me? I mean, um, yeah, he did. What? You're here. gonna kill me? What? <laughs> it like, there's like forty more of me over here on the side. What are you gonna do? He was raised there. So I think, he, he said. yeah, so he, he's like, yeah, here, open it. It's in this drawer. So he opens the drawer and takes it. And he's like, yes, I've got it. What is this? And hard to get your mind blown because yeah, if, if Loki is going in the direction I think I'm thinking it's going, this is going to be a fun little. Ride. Which also does answer my question. Like
1: I was trying to figure out, why would he help the Time Police? And now I'm like, oh, he knows that this is way bigger than anything. <laughs> like they don't care here. <laughs> like
0: whatever your problem is, they don't care here or who you are. You don't no power here. And also as the god of mischief, that's all professed god of mischief. I do love how they put the uh, B.D. Cooper with him mm-hmm. which I thought was mm-hmm. great. Now Loki actually gets to run through all of time and space and mess with people. This is exactly what he wants to do. It's going to be crazy. Wait, be wait till he triples, trips over Howard the Duck. It's going to happen at some point. It yeah, no, no, is. They've been teasing that for a while. Oh, yeah. They'll tease that for from now on. Like, anyway. We can go ahead and we'll wrap this this episode up. I'm going to say thumbs up on episode one. Watch episode two and then go back and watch episode one. I bet you're going to you'll wind up finding all kinds of things because that's what one division was like. If if you watched episode four, you need to go back and rewatch one of the other episodes, and suddenly things start making a lot more sense. So, if done correctly, a complicated convoluted plotline can resolve itself very effectively and very impressively. So. That's the story of today, kids. T- 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 the more you know. So, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this episode. We'll, we'll start recording another episode with all your news-ish type well, stuff. Well, I was thinking, so. are we going to talk Because we're something already something? a half hour into this episode, dude. Uh, are we going to talk about Superman and Yes, we're going to talk about Superman and those. Because if we do, we might as- I might
1: as well just start with big assistant. In volume
0: Anyway. You wanted to talk about Superman and Lois this week. By all means, tell me about Superman and Lois because, honestly, I have not seen the last two episodes. Wow no. oh, I, I have not had a chance news. to see. No, you absolutely can because I've I have walked away from the CW. Okay, I completely gave up Flash. I don't even miss it. Well, that's Superman far, and Lois. I want to sit there and watch it, but I have not been able to bring myself to see. I saw the first episode where they came back after the break. I haven't seen any of the ones after that. So you tell me. Talk to me, then. Talk to me. All right, so. All right, what happened? I want to give
1: you my thoughts. I am going to give you some (laughs) spoilers. And what I think may happen. So. Yeah, yeah. So far, we already know that, you know, Superman and Lois live on the on the Kent's farm. They have two teenage boys and all that stuff, right? Okay, so forget all about that for right now. <laughs> Let's concentrate on some of the problems. We know that Lois Lane is uh, trying to find out things about I forgot what his name is. I don't know if he's the mayor or if he's running for mayor. Oh, I think Mayor Cheese! Me, whatever his name is. Yeah. So guy. apparently that guy is making. Kryptonians. <laughs> okay, an army of Kryptonians. Lex Luthor, who we thought was Lex Luthor, actually is not Lex Luthor. He's from a different timeline. Ah, which direction they're going in, I do believe. Go ahead. He's from a different timeline, and he is actually Steel. Steel! That name has
0: not been brought up in, like, years. It's going in a different direction. I like this
1: in a in a different timeline he was actually married to uh Lois Lane and they had a daughter and I and I kid you not the daughter she had like a uh afro hair you know the the buns right now I don't know if they're going to do this because she's a, a tech person she like literally fixes things She reminds me of uh, that bee girl. The one that shrinks into a bee. Yeah, Yeah. Yes, Bumblebee has the big old boobies on the side of her. Uh, Now, I don't know if that's how they're going to go. Okay? I don't know. But But she looks just like... She even had the goggles on her head and stuff like that. I was like,
0: wait a minute. For those of you who don't know who Bumblebee is, real quick. Okay, Steel is a black superhero who, after Superman died in the comic books, he decided that the world needed more good guys, and so he builds this Superman-inspired suit of armor and this big old, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big honking big. sledgehammer. And so he's kind of like a cross between Superman, Thor, and of course John Henry, the guy who sits there and yeah. and hammered, hammered, hammered. Bumblebee was one of the first, one of DC's first black characters. Basically, she's the wasp. But without all the, uh, without all the press credentials. So... Yeah. There, anyway, yeah. Go ahead. So, anyways, basically in his
1: timeline, Superman, amongst a bunch of other Kryptonite uh, people, destroyed everything. Killed Lois Lane and everything. So, they've been hiding, him and his daughter's been hiding underground for a long time. So is a bunch of other people been just hiding. And they found a way to go into another time thing. I, I don't. I, they I, they didn't really explain this too well. I'm sure they will later. <laughs> the CW, no. But he will go to this time to actually put a stop to Superman before he goes bad, and actually almost succeeds. He literally has him by the throat and literally is like, he's a, Superman's about to die until his uh, Superman's two sons intervene and save the day. But then after that, they all become friends with Steel, and Steel's just like, you know, okay, you know, whatever. The mayor, in the meantime, has other people who's already Kryptonian, but they're still testing on people because it's not like really... I have a feeling that him, and he's with this woman and this other dude. I have a feeling that the mayor is actually General Zod. I know that sounds weird. No doubt. No. But weird. I actually think <laughs> he's General Zod. Just saying. Go ahead, keep going, keep going. So I, I, I literally legit think this, okay? That he's Zod, and the other two are actually the whoever... I never actually knew who the heck they were, but in the movies and in the... In Superman too. Yeah. So... Like
0: well, Christopher Reeve.
1: Yeah. So I think that that's who he is, is actually Zod. But the whole fact that we get a still, uh, you know, possibly Bumble... Whatever her name Bumblebee. is. Bumblebee. Is it just Bumblebee? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know for
0: sure. Her... Uh, again, I don't know if it's actually her. If she got two big poofies, yeah, she's... And all that, so, yeah. Uh,
1: also, it turns out, the daughter in Still's daughter, and Lois' daughter, uh, the name, again, I can't remember the name, but her name in the other timeline, apparently Lois and Superman actually did have a daughter, but she died uh, stillborn, I think. Mm-hmm. But same name. And the only one that has taken interest is the uh, oldest son, the one with the short blonde hair. Yeah. Because he's like, I, you know, I had a sister. He's like literally seeing all these videos and uh, pictures of the other timeline. Mm-hmm. And he's just fascinated because he's like, you know, he even said, he's like, I know I don't know you, but you seem to be really cool, you know. And he was just talking to himself. <laughs> I actually like this kid. I do. Like, the other curly head uh, boy is, oh, i got issues. I'm getting tired of that type of crap. <laughs> but the other boy that I thought was going to be a, a butthead from the very beginning is actually <laughs> not. Yeah. yeah, he's actually not. He's the only normal one. And there's an incident that happens with the curly-haired one who has the Superman powers? He actually uh, was about to—he got into a fight, and he was about to punch this kid, but his brother stepped in, and he got hurt. And while everybody was like sitting there, like you know, you gotta be careful with this, the brother just went off and literally told him, was like, "Dude, you got superpowers." You think you can control them. They're not telling you what to do. You just need to shut up. Listen to them. Because, hey, he's been there. He's done that. Listen to him. Stop it. You're hurting people. <laughs> it was like that. It was like, I don't want to lose you because of you doing something stupid or losing your temper. And then I was like, I just like went there. I like that. I applaud. So, yeah. I'm digging this show. Of course, it does help that they go to a whole different level on special effects, you know. Mm -hmm. They actually make it look like it's a movie you're watching Mm -hmm.
0: and not a lame CW show. You can tell Jeff Johns is involved in many ways because I've been worshipping it. I love Jeff Johns. You guys know that. You guys know I would read his tea leaves. (laughs) So, (laughs) Jeff Johns. Of course, big wig at DC, big wig at Warner. Jeff Johns, remember, came from Richard Donner's camp. That's the one who established Superman. Yes. Back with Christopher Reeve. Jeff <laughs> Johns has been with Richard Donner that long. So Jeff Johns knows Hollywood very well. And he knows DC very well. And like I said, Jeff Johns, I said in the Loki episode, continuity porn is his specialty. But, oh boy, when he starts mixing it and stuff, he's the man is a freaking genius. He could pull... He can pull stuff together from all these different things, and start mixing them together and putting them in brand new, unexpected combinations. It's why I loved his Justice Society run. That's he's why I'm he's doing this. a good job. Star Girl, I'm waiting for that to start back up. Season two is supposed to be starting here shortly. Don't But uh, oh my goodness, he he can take things and he can wrap it up. And now you're getting a you're getting a taste. Of what Jeff Johnson. did, I really
1: love it because, like, I mean, the the entire time we thought that Steel was actually uh, Lex Luthor, and it turns out Lex Luthor just stole all of, no, well, I mean, Steel actually just stole all of Lex Luthor's equipment mm-hmm. to use to do the whole time jump
0: thing. Yeah, John Henry Irons used to be a, one of Lex Luthor's lead technical developers and stuff. Big, big, big guy when it came to mechanical things. Kind of like what, uh, Lucius Fox is to Bruce Wayne. Remember, remember in that movie when, when, uh, Morgan Freeman showed up and started, and showed him the bat tank and everybody on the planet was like, oh. <laughs> that's what John Henry Irons is, to Lex Luthor. He's the one who who came up with a lot of the technical things. Luther could do it himself, but Luther's got other things to do, like being, like stealing pies from a table and stuff, so that leaves irons around with a, a full blown lab to play with. Remember I keep talking about Milestone? Yeah. That, that is the exact setup for the character known as Hardware, but we'll get into that some oh, other time. Oh, We'll get into that some other time. So anyway, this is what Jeff Johns does. He, he takes things that are already established, and you think they're going somewhere. You think they're going this direction. We, I did this last time, right down the chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga, right, right down the main line, and then all of a sudden, whoops, we've gone off. <laughs> we're going from New York to L.A. How do we wind up in Seattle? Mm-hmm. So let's get back on the main line, and whoops, now we're in San Antonio. How would that happen? I don't know. Jeff Johns is the one conducting this train. Oh boy, there's no telling where we're going then. So, I may have to jump back in and start watching this show again. It's, cause. it's
1: it's very interesting because, like when I when before he revealed himself as Steel, he was actually helping Lois Lane do you know sneaking around the other the mayor's or soon to be mayor's office, and it was like uh, the compound uh, sneaking around, knowing all this stuff. And I was like, what is he helping? Like, he's actually a nice guy. I mean, he's not trying to harm anybody. He's not like, you know, saying, Mm -hmm. oh, Lois Lane, you suck, or whatever, you know, or anything like that. Or even mentioning how he hates Superman, really. So I was like, so is this the good Lex Luthor that we got a long time ago when he came because all the Justice League people died or something like that, you know? And then, when he revealed that it, it, that he was Steel, I was just like, my mouth dropped. I was like, wait, <laughs> "Way, wait, what? Oh, what? boy. Like, Steel, I haven't heard nothing about Steel since, like, the 90s. <laughs> He's like, that still, was, still uh, an active hero. That was a long time ago. Anymore, but... It was, like, the mid-90s when the last
0: time I heard his name. And I'm just like, wait, what? You know the last time. I... Oh... Don't depend on my memory, so don't hold me to this. The last time I heard of John Henry Irons was in the Black Lightning TV show. They made a reference to him. Oh yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, I believe they did. I can't remember exactly when, but it it was. It had something to do with uh, they were doing research into some kind of mechanical thing. See, um, I was going all the way back to the Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. That's right. Shaquille O'Neal was
1: steel first. That's right. I was going all the way back to those days. But yeah, I... Like, yeah. It's just... And his daughter is still in the other timeline. I swear that's who she's going to be because the, just the the buns, the... the uh, <laughs> He's the, all fascinated uh, with the poofies. The goggles. It's like... Mm-hmm. She looks just like her. If she's in a yellow outfit, she's Bumblebee. And again, yeah. if you guys don't know who Bumblebee is... Teen Titans, you may remember she
0: was around the town once in a while. Like I said, basically Wasp. She can shrink and yeah, and she has a little sting and stuff. She was so, she was DC, She was one of the very Bumblebee was one of the very rare DC answers to a Marvel creation. Mar- the wasp came true. first, and then Teen Titans did Bumblebee. So, so. that's. And there's also another
1: episode that I have not watched yet, so now after talking about it, I think I'm going to do that as soon as I get home and watch that because I'm interested in knowing what's going to happen next. I only saw previews and it, and it also answered maybe one of my questions about Zod because it showed the mayor in a, a gray outfit with a cape and I'm like, am I right? So I don't know. I don't know. But i still going to watch the episode, so it may answer a bunch more things. But, I just, I don't know. Just the fact that you put Steel and possibly Bumblebee in this, and the fact that Zod has been here for the, a long time, because Superman got his butt whooped a lot.
0: A lot. That's always been one of the complaints. <laughs> That's always been one of the complaints that the less talented writers had, was that Superman's unbeatable. No, no, no. You can beat Superman's butt pretty easily. Yes. Remember I was talking about how magic and science are the same thing? Superman is supposed to be impervious to science and weak to, vulnerable to magic. Mm-hmm. It's about. the same thing, yeah. Which also, the, the oh, Zatanna, the Zatanna movie. Oh, yeah. Was mm-hmm. on its way, and from what I understand, that one is going to be, that is going to be like gothic horror level superhero movie. Oh, I hope they don't do it like the whole,
1: uh, what was the, uh, was it the Teen Titans? Yeah, no, it is Teen Titans, yeah. The Teen Titans on that um, came on. Uh, DC Universe. Yeah, that was, oh, what they did to Raven, I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, I know she's goth, but oh, this girl looks horrible. <laughs> or wow.
0: Starfire made her look like a. A 90's oh. whole It <laughs> looks like, like a <laughs> Anyway. Oh, wait, we're getting off message. What? By the way,
1: I've only made it through two episodes, but I have been currently watching this show, Jupiter something, on Netflix. It's about superheroes. Kind of like Justice League, except they're all older. Mm-hmm. Two episodes in, and I will say, this show sucks. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think they even canceled it after one season. I want to try and move through it, because I, I was trying something new, and I heard about this show, but nobody actually was talking about it. I just heard about it, because it's cross between The Boys and uh, Invincible Oof. from Robert Kirkman or something like that, so it's was cross between those two things, and then Netflix decided to do this, and honestly, it's horrible. You, and again, with the Raging Teenagers, where the girl, he, he, he has a daughter and a son. The son has the powers, the daughter has the powers, but the daughter's like, You don't love me no more. Ah. And the son's like, I want to be like you. And, and the father's like, not yet. And the kid ends up killing the bad guy, but he had no choice. And the father's like, I disown you because we don't commit murder. Like, dude, you were about to die. Your wife was about to die. All the other heroes were about to die. He had to do what he had to do. Are you telling me that you guys could have killed this guy the entire time, but you're holding back because, oh, killing somebody's wrong? Like, no, was, the guy was about to go off with a nuke. He was like, the the bad guy was literally... Uh, a rip-off of, uh, oh, Darkseid? Darkseid, yeah. Darkseid? Mm-hmm. It was a rip-off of him, looks just like him. And he had, like, this uh, uh, circle that shot out, like, uh, a wave of whatever. Mm-hmm. Blew one girl's head off. Uh, apparently killed two other heroes, but surprisingly, it was a graphic like Invisible order Boys, which I was just like, oh, <laughs> thank you for doing that part. But did that, I was about to trans uh, have a nuke, li- like he was made out of some type of nuke thing, and he was about to blow up to kill everybody. And the son just runs up and punches him in the face so hard that he has no face no more. And everybody's like,
0: how dare you? Like, I don't know how dare What the hell did <laughs> <Are> you say? <serious? laughs> Honey, bunny, it's called justifiable homicide. Like, like it ain't got to. Any me, I lawyer me. worth two bits would get this guy off in a heartbeat. In any court of law. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm going to give my two p- two cents here. Have not seen Jupiter rising I don't the stars, star, you know, it's the or the flowery, whatever. Jupiter something. Jupiter yeah. something. Jupiter Uranus was well, not really important. <laughs> not going to make me buy Netflix. Sorry, Netflix. Anyway, there's a whole realm of these extreme, it's supposed to be postmodern takes on hero- heroism. It's garbage. The only one. The Boys, anything by Garth Ennis is garbage anyway. Uh, the Authority, remember that one? They, all of these guys were offshoots of Squadron Supreme. Yeah, and Squadron yeah. Supreme was an offshoot of the Crime Syndicate of America. So it always goes back to Julia Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all the same Julia same Schwartz thing. had all the good ideas, Stanley ripped him off. Anyway, the authority was no good. Although I do, I love the Superman story, and what's so funny about uh, truth and justice or what's so funny about the American way or something like that. Where Superman has to take on a group like the Authority or The Boys or any of these other groups and they these guys kill these so called heroes, these postmodern heroes kill with impunity. They're basically they're basically a send up of the Watchmen. They kill with impunity and do all this other stuff and Superman they were laughing at Superman because his hands are cuffed because he believes in truth, justice, and the American way, until Superman goes off on them. And then they all get scared. And then they all crap themselves. And, and But it turns out Superman didn't hurt anybody. He used just enough force to take them down. He still stayed right within his guidelines, but he showed he does not have to be nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I that, that you know, for all you, as I was saying, for all you hack writers out there who can't write Superman, you don't know how to do it, right? Go talk That's to true. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns is is Jeff Johns is not writing these episodes of Lois of Superman and Lois. But he's leading the effort. He's showing these guys how to do it. That's why it's so great. The I mean, Authority sucked. The Invincible is passive. De- I know it's per- I have not I have not seen the show I have read some of the books. Robert Kirkman, Robert Kirkman's a Cynthia guy. So, hey, cool, cool beans. Peace on you, brother. And it, it's better than most of the rest of this crap, but it's still in the same crap. The only thing I know about Invincible is
1: everybody apparently was shocked at the very last episode because the main hero, that's when he goes dark and just kills like pretty much everybody. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I know about the show and I haven't even watched the show. This show it was I look, I'm not saying it's alright to go out and kill people, but it pisses me off when the killer or the bad guy goes out, hurts millions of people, kills a bunch of people, and when the good guy catches the bad guy and is about to do it and there's somebody saying don't do it. You'll be just like them." It's like, how? Can you really explain how the good guy is going to be like him just because this guy killed a bunch of people. This one good guy is about to end this guy's life so he won't do it again. But the good guy is never going to become like him. It's not even close. And it makes
0: me angry when somebody always does that. And again, weak writers, The if you're going down that rickety old road, you're going down the bat road, okay? If Batman kills the Joker, he'll be just like him. Oh, if Batman kills the Joker, it will absolutely be justifiable. Everybody on the planet will pat him on the back for it. Everybody, they'll throw him a parade, which is not what Batman wants. The reason Batman keeps the Joker live is because the Batman's not all there. If the Batman was all there, he wouldn't be racing around in the middle of the night dressed as a bat. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is worth what? $50 billion, hundred billion billion, one one of the richest mm-hmm. men on the planet. He could buy Gotham wholesale. He could buy the entire city, tear it down, rebuild it, give everybody free housing, give everybody jobs, give everybody guaranteed all kinds of stuff. That's true, he could. Bruce Wayne could do it. Why does Bruce Wayne not do it? There's two reasons. First of all, he's psychotic. He just saw, he saw his parents die and it traumatized him permanently and Alfred, God bless him, didn't help him announce that's one. And two, he's also smart enough. And don't forget, Bruce Wayne is an absolute genius. He's one of the smartest men on the planet. He's smart enough to know that if he were to buy Gotham wholesale, tear it all down, rebuild it brand spanking new, give everybody jobs, make sure everybody's fed, the, the streets are scrubbed clean and everything, they will be, the crime will be just as bad in a week. Guaranteed. Yeah. Because there are people who are always trying to get over Look at BLM if you don't, don't believe me. Or better yet, look at Antifa. Don't look at BLM. Look at Antifa if you don't believe me. That is a real life Gotham happening over there in Seattle and Portland right now. So, and half of it is Bruce Wayne knows better. Half of it is he's psychotic. So, Gotham's doing it. He, anyway. he could have made better prison, though. How did we get all the way over and go? How did we wind up in Seattle and Portland fighting Antifa with Bruce Wayne instead of talking about Superman and Lois? Hey. I love
1: my Batman, so anything that has to do with him, I'm good at all. Even though, I will say, there was this, uh, uh, I forgot who did it, but somebody did like uh, a poll if Batman went against Iron Man, who would win? And I was like, oh boy, here we go. I was afraid to look to see. You would be surprised how many people voted Batman. I was like, yes. <laughs> and a great thing is, is that everybody literally commented, be like, "Well, Batman is always like four steps ahead of whoever. <laughs> Tony Stark just knows what's now
0: and what's better for him." <laughs> Tony, Tony Stark is really good with the Lego set. Batman t- figures out how to mix chlorine with ammonia and kill every criminal within a 50-mile radius. Okay, that's the difference, and Batman knows how to do it, so it'll spare every innocent person too. I don't know how he does it, but he does it anyway. So <laughs> that wraps our review of *Superman and Lois*. Apparently, <laughs> it do you was a good show. If it's a
1: good show. I recommend it. If you love superhero stuff, and I know it's on the CW, hopefully because (laughs) because of Superman and Lois and uh, Stargirl, maybe
0: they're going to start doing shows better. It's a possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. Jeff Johns is there. Jeff Johns. I would rather deal with Jeff Johns than Greg Berlanti any day of the week. But Greg Berlanti's still there, but Jeff Johns is... Trying to show him a better way of doing it than he did with Arrowverse. But I mean, I know they
1: released a picture of the
0: new Bat outfit.
1: Uh, I think it's. I don't know if he's supposed to be Nightwing or whoever. But Batwing. Yeah. Batwing for a Batwoman show. I got
0: to admit, the costume looks good, but the show's gonna look. still going to be crap. <laughs> Dirty squirts. If they were smart, they were smart. They'd stop. Worrying because about the story it. Well, it's not coming back for another season, I know that. But. Oh, yes. But if they were smart, they would have nuked Batwoman from orbit and done a live-action Batman Beyond. Yeah. They can do that now. They should. And the best part is, you don't technically have to have Bruce Wayne there. Have, have Bruce Wayne, like... Way, way in the background. You don't want to show Bruce Wayne. You don't want to show Batman. Fine. Batman Beyond and let Terry McGinnis figure it out with Batman, Bruce Wayne being like a voice in the wall or uh, it, something. It made And the best, best part is, get Kevin Conroy. Be the, it made me be so Bruce mad Wayne. when they did the crossover and
1: they killed Conroy. Like, they killed Batman. Like, I was just like... Of course, they also made Batman a total butthead, too. In that yeah, episode. That sh- was just like.
0: They
1: had to what? show how awesome they are. It was. Oh my goodness. It hurt Riot me so bad. Show how awesome they it are. literally hurt me so bad that the whole fact that they did that to him, and then they took Superman and actually did an awesome thing with Superman. The whole part where he was on the farm and Lex Luthor showed up and was like. La, 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 la. And he's like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I
0: remember that. one. The whole
1: Smallville thing. That was. I fun. was just like, okay, I gotta admit, that, that, was was best, yeah. that
0: was the best. that was the best part of the entire thing. That was. That was awesome. Final say: Should people be watching Superman and Lois? Yes. Okay. So I will watch Superman and Lois. Catch up sometime over this next week, Steve. See if I can figure out whether it's really as good as he thinks it is or not. But I think it's excellent. I'm sorry, but still... I'm still waiting right, for Starkville right, right. to show up. So, that's... I thought I'd broken my CW habit. I'm, I'm turning 50 for crying out loud. What am I going to do? What am I doing watching the CW? I'm so completely out of there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You still watch cartoons and recomics. Do you or do you not? Yes, because they're cool. K-E-W-L-Q.
1: Age doesn't matter when you're freaking awesome. That's true.
0: Till next time, I'm freaking awesome Spike. I'm freaking awesome awesome Chris. And this is uh, is just freaking. See you all later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China is ass asshole. And as for global warming, we'll just kick ass wearing shades. Kicking ass. Kicking ass. Kickin ass is what we do. Kicking ass. Kicking ass. <laughs> I won't fall in the shoe. <laughs> we don't care whose ass we kick it forever all alone. We just stand in front of the mirror and try and kick our own. Well, you can move your ass, and haul your ass, and busting ass is fine. And there ain't a better place to put your ass than on the line. But if you're like us, thank you, and you won't take second best. You'll put
0: your kickin' boots on, and kick like all the rest.